0: Hey, this is Chip from Teacher Breath. As teachers, we know we've got the best job in the world, and most of what we do is for kids. This podcast, however, is not. This is more like hitting happy hour with your teacher friends at the end of the week. We take education seriously, but this is meant to be lighthearted and fun. So with that said, maybe grab a drink, take a breath, and enjoy. Enjoy.
1: have to go in sometimes to get my violin while the chorus was in session yeah and they would do warm up exercises and they'd go bumblebee 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 <laughs> yeah right. and, like they would some would go higher some would go lower and yeah. I would always leave me like bumblebee, bumblebee <laughs> like bumblebee. singing the exercises <laughs> yeah. yeah in your head i'm like why Ooh, bumblebee it is
0: that always brings me back to like my music classes in elementary school mm. we had this teacher miss ing which is great missing uh <laughs> And I don't even get that. Yeah. And she would have these vocal warm-ups mm-hmm. or exercises uh, that we would have to do at the beginning of every class. And what was it? It was uh, it was like ah. And she would be on like bum, a little keyboard, bum bum. bum, bum. bum. Yeah, and that was it. And the exactly. change keys. Yeah, yep. bum
1: bum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't know. We need to teach in song. I sing a lot. It has nothing to do with the material, but I sing a lot. And then the kids will like catch it and they'll be like, like I go, L-E-N-E-U-P, L-I-N-E-U-P. <laughs> I started it with fourth graders because yeah. I had to sing everything. Right. And they, they can't really spell, so they're like, L-I-N-E-U-P. U-P. I'm like, yeah, line up. Said it 10 times. Yeah. I'm just going to start singing it now. I'm out of patience, so I'm just going to get funky with it. Like, right. <laughs>
0: exactly. But
1: I feel like the kids are a little bit, like last year, I didn't feel like they would let me be goofy. Or maybe I just didn't feel comfortable being goofy, and now I'm just like, no, this that's like what you're getting. That's like the Yeah, that's part of the deal.
0: Right. That's what I am. Like that's what, that's I what am. this is going
1: to be. Like I can't hold it in yeah. all day. Yeah. No, <laughs> <Every> day. <laughs>
0: absolutely. Maybe like if I'm really putting in effort, right. year 1 or whatever, like first year at a new school, like but uh no. Like you've I've decided it's I can't yeah. yeah, I can't be somebody else and do whatever.
1: And th- yeah, that's a lot of it. Me just being like if I can't feel comfortable like being like this, I'm just going to be boring and they're like, "Oh, Yeah, I'm like you don't want
0: that, right?
1: I don't want that. Nobody does. (laughs) And I
0: understand, like I'm gonna come off as annoying sometimes, right? You know, but Um, like
1: like you said before, it's like that. If I'm talking to you, I care, right? Exactly, right. So if you're just like being ignored, then you should probably wonder, like, yeah, does this person give a shit about me? Right.
0: That's it. Well, welcome to the second episode of Teacher Breath. We've been recording for about three minutes already, so might as well get an intro in real quick. Um, I'm your host, Chip, and with me today is the illustrious Miss Quinn. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of brings us to our first topic anyway. I'm going to talk a little bit about the beginning of the school year, which is where we're at right now, and how's it been going for you?
1: Well, today we had our first field trip, so I think it was good because you get to interact with the kids on a different level, Yeah, and I won't be able to see the impact of that until I don't know when, but I guess there's a lot of pressure because you want to assert your presence but also show your humanity at the same time, and if the kids don't really understand that, they might interpret you one way or the other So I feel like now that it's rolling into October, I don't know how they interpret me. I don't know what ground I stand on really right? or what they read me as. But being able to go on a field trip and have a different side of yourself come out and have a different side of the kids come out, hopefully that means something.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's one of those, you know, everything doesn't have to be so structured. Everything doesn't have to take place like in this moment because you're not on as much of a Time crunch as you are in a classroom.
1: Yeah, that's true. That puts a lot of pressure on it. I didn't think of it that way.
0: It takes a lot of pressure off, I think.
1: Well, I, that I mean, like the time structure puts more pressure. Oh, on in it. the yeah, classroom,
0: yeah. yeah. And I mean, I guess depending on the field trip, some things are a bit of a time crunch. But um, we were also on a field trip today, and we were at a zoo, and uh, a lot of it was just self-guided tours. Go see whatever animals we all kind of decide we want to go see next, and you know follow a map to guide you Um, and not having to adhere to a strict timeline uh, leaves you open to be like more casual about things and uh, less of a authoritarian and you know I need this done now whatever right Um, because that gets old and nobody wants to be that guy outside
1: yeah right exactly
0: yeah
1: yeah we were literally playing in a field Right. With no time restraint. We had like 90 minutes. So it's just a different energy completely. And it's cool
0: this early in that the students get to kind of see that. Like having a field trip three weeks in to the school year, it's probably a good move because now the students get to see that their teachers are, you know, not wearing a shirt and tie or whatever it is women wear to work
1: whatever we want <laughs> blouses we're women right we have options <laughs> you unlike do you have, guys
0: yeah exactly but you know you get to see them dress down a little bit you get to see them and just like mentally dress down a little bit yeah and, that's true you know philosophically dress down a little bit it's uh <laughs> you're you know you're a cooler guy out in the real world yeah totally so uh that that's always nice but. What's one of the biggest struggles of the beginning of the year for you?
1: I well, on the pedagogical level, hmm. the beginning of the year is really hard to find your timing and your pacing, right? And also figuring out where the kids are right now versus where the kids you taught the same lessons to last year were, hmm. and academically, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like strictly, and like, am am I saying things in a way that you understand? And, like, who are each of you? How do you hear me? What do you need? Also, like, what is behavior-based? What is skill? What is will? Right? Like, you don't want to hear me talk. You think I'm annoying. Or, you know, you're actually struggling. So the kids took their first test on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And me trying to lessen the blow of the stress that a lot of the kids experienced during testing, I bought them munchkins. So I kind of have, like, a whole system and, like, a whole verbal routine I go with with my expectations. I also take notes while they're testing on their habits. Mm-hmm. So some of them get really nervous and I told them I'm going to be taking notes. It's not if you're right or wrong, it's more like how you are. So I said it's not what you're doing, it's how you're doing it." I said, "You know, what's your stamina like? What kind of strategies do you use? How's your focus? You know, um and you know, I threw in some things like how's your handwriting just to kind of have them be aware of the fact that when you're writing, I need to be able to read it. Right. And when the state exam comes around, if you can't write legibly, your answer won't be considered. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of oriented them to how I am as a proctor. Like I'm very active. Right. And I was like, I got tissues, I got hand sanitizer, you know, like I got what you need. Like the garbage is right here. Like I got pencils. So I kind of let them know like it's safe. Like you can relax. Like I'll be watching you, but not in a way that I'm trying to make you feel uncomfortable. I'm trying to make you feel like whatever you need, I got it. Right. Um, but like I've always valued watching them test. And I told them you're different as a student than you are as a test taker. Yeah. And the more that I get to know you in both capacities, the easier we can work together this year. Mm. Just because I want them to feel like it's safe to exhibit some of those behaviors that maybe have been frowned upon. Those you know,
0: like fears. And or just like
1: sometimes what certain types of schools drill into you, like straight posture, two feet on the floor. Right. Don't put your head on the desk. Don't lean on your arm. Like I've actually worked in a place that, had them test in an upright position and I know for me as a test taker I remember taking the SATs like having one foot tucked under the other and having a hoodie on and like you know touching my hair or something that's like idiosyncrasies that help you feel comfortable right so I noticed some of the kids like seemed avoidant and I couldn't tell if it was avoidance or defiance and so I went over to a kid who You know, couldn't make it on the field trip. He didn't have enough points and has been in detention often and often starts conflicts. And I'm like, you know, what's going on? And without even looking at me, he just looks straight ahead and he's like, I don't understand any of this. Like, none of this makes sense to me. And I was like, oh, okay. So I kind of grabbed his test and I like flipped through it and I was like, you know, you're doing a good job. Like, don't like whatever your self-talk is right now. Like, just know that like it looks like you're really working through this text and kind of just gave him a little pep talk. Yeah. But it was really interesting to hear him say, like, this is actually a skill problem. You know, yeah. that's what I heard. This wow. is a skill issue. This is not me trying to be like a jerk in your class.
0: Right. I just don't understand. I just and don't understand. Yeah. And like don't I don't know what to do. I don't now. know what to do.
1: Yeah. Right. Like it's multiple choice. I'm gonna like cross stuff out and like underline stuff, but ultimately, like, I don't feel like the answers I chose are correct or I don't know if they're correct. And then um another boy who I'd sitting in the front because you know, he's going through an evaluation process and I just kind of wanted to see if that would be a good setup. Cause sometimes the kids are better closer they're better farther, you know? And like, if they're by the door or the window, there's a lot of things that I'm, I'm kind of like letting simmer and seeing how they pan out. And like, I'll move kids and just be like, "Mm," not during the test, but before. Sure. So this kid wouldn't start at all. And I was just like, guy, like you have to do something. And he's just like, I don't know where to start. Like, I, I don't know. And he was just, like, kind of giving me, like, a little attitude at some point. And I was like, listen, I know that you don't mean to be, like, rude or disrespectful. Right. I know it's just the exam. I said, do you want to sit in a different spot? Can I help you out in a way? And he's like, it'll be the same anywhere you put me. Like, I I don't know. Right. You know, so I feel like those are, those are pretty good moments for kids who don't really advocate for themselves. Like, having that high-pressure situation put them in a place where they could actually be communicative. Yeah. Especially for males, especially teenage males, mm-hmm. to tell me like I'm vulnerable. Like yeah. I and it's like that I do need to hear that because now when I work with you, it's gonna be on another level. I'm not gonna talk about your behaviors. I'm I mean I'm always trying to talk about the work, but your behavior surrounds it so much as like a protective mechanism. Yeah. But really like I'm just gonna ignore any kind of attitude you give me and just be like, Yeah, I need your handwriting need I need you to restate the question. Yeah. You know, let's reread and kind of give them the literacy strategies and just mm-hmm. eat the, yeah, eat and kind of let the other, I don't know, eat what they give me, but kind of let it fade away and not not penetrate my being. Because sometimes the kids <laughs> hit you in ways that right. you, know, you don't expect to like hurt that much, sure. and, but you kind of, <laughs> it sticks with you. And right. you're like, am I a jerk? Yeah. Am right. I unfair? You know? Yeah.
0: I mean, well, I think it's, uh, <laughs> I think it's a good, quality when you can take a student's reaction to you or response to you or just even whole attitude toward you and kind of reflect on yourself as a result, you know, be like, ooh, like, was I kind of being petty just now or like, right. you know, and it's human, you know, you're not, you're not a robot, like you're a teacher, but.
1: Right. So you're, you're allowed to have bad moods and yeah.
0: It happens. <laughs> um So you're you're speaking more in the academic sense but the the fact of these of students starting off so much younger than your previous year's students yeah, that's left mm-hmm. that's the biggest struggle i've got with the beginning of a school year so i teach 6th grade and the difference between a september 6th grader and a june 6th grader is unbelievable these new sixth graders come in as such babies like just so young and I forget you know I don't actually forget because I talk about it all the time but I almost forget every year that like I'm literally dealing with uh like wiping noses and you know almost having if not actually having accidents in the classroom and yeah, like straight up uh, people wetting their pants in the classroom oh my God. and crying so much crying <laughs> like I understand it from middle school. It's very emotional. I get it. But it's not that kind of crying. It's like pouting. it's pouting. It's like but literal tears. But so I made my first student cry on day four this this school year when I took away a cafeteria job from them. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it was just, can I help out in the cafeteria? Super excited to do it. And then we were transitioning into the cafeteria, and this student was being very impatient and uh, kind of rolling eyes and whatever else and huffing and puffing the whole way to the cafeteria because we weren't moving fast enough. <laughs> and... You know, I was obviously just trying to get the class quiet, transition smooth, whatever. But eventually we were just about to get into the cafeteria and I say, all right, you guys can go in. And uh, and she goes, God, Jesus, thank you. And like just very openly like Jesus Christ. And I was like, "Uh, got to pull you aside (laughs) Um, because I had been redirecting her with the huffing and puffing and the eye rolling and everything else. Um, which, you know, I told her as I was redirecting you, like, as I was redirecting her, I understand, like, you're upset. You're trying to get to your job. Like somebody told you you could do this and you're excited to do it. But, um, you know, I got to get the class down here. You're not the only person here and I'm definitely not letting you like run off on your own. And so she was upset audibly and visibly. Um, and I kept kind of checking her just a little bit, like, you know, I get it, but you got to, like, calm down. We're going to be there. Patience, you know. Um, and then at the end when she just, like, came out with the Jesus, thank you, you know, I was like, ah, can't really allow that on day four, you know, because if I allow that on day four, then January is going to look crazy. So yeah, I pulled her aside, idea. and I was like, I was telling you the whole way down, like, you you can't be acting like this. Just have some patience, and, you know, I'll get you there. And then that last comment, like, now you can't do it today. I can let you do it tomorrow, but you can't do it today. And she got real upset, tears streaming down her face. And at that point, you know, I wanted to be like, okay, just do it. <laughs> yeah, but you got to stick to your guns, I guess, and show... Uh, follow through. (laughs) So I had to, like, tell this crying child, no, you can't, you know, do your cafeteria job today. And like, you can do it tomorrow, but they can't even fathom that, you know, like, in that moment, that's so far away Mm -hmm. tomorrow. Uh, So yeah, very young, (laughs) you know, if I told a seventh grader that they couldn't work in the cafeteria today, they'd roll their eyes, throw up their hands and like, get away from me (laughs) but uh tears it was you know moving
1: (laughs) but I think that's that's part of the issue too right you do have to say no a lot you have to say no a lot even sometimes on things that you don't really need to say no to Mm -hmm. because they have to know what the limit is yeah well that's exactly it kind of what you said about January right like I I feel like we were talking about this if you feel a certain way in September and you're going to just be more loose with it, Mm -hmm. it's only going to snowball. Right. So it is like emotionally kind of hard to be this person that you kind of don't want to be, but you know, you have to be right. You have to be like really strict. And like, if I said two minutes, I mean two minutes this morning before we went on our field trip, two girls asked me, three girls asked me to go to the bathroom. I'm like, all right, no problem. And I'm looking around the cafeteria of 100 kids and I'm like, mm, they've been gone too long. I just so happen to be like, eh, are they seated? Like, are they good? I go to the bathroom. I open the door. There's eight girls in there. I'm like, okay, everyone's out. Right. Who gave you permission? Oh, well, this person and this person. I went back to that teacher. I'm like, okay, you guys had permission. It's fine. But why are you hanging out in the bathroom? One of them was on their cell phone, right. on a phone call. I'm like, do you know how bad this looks? Right. And like I said you could go and now it's 15 minutes later. Are you just hanging out in the bathroom? Like, that's kind of weird and gross. Yeah. It's like do you real know what with, people do in here? Like, this is the spot? <laughs> right. Like everyone's hanging out in the cafeteria. Like, there's no standard really. <laughs> just be seated. Right. Yeah. Like, you can Don't go slap people chill on the in top the of the head. Right, right. You know? And um it ended up being fine, but it's like I really have to bust y'all right now because In January, there's gonna be 15 of you in the bathroom. That's
0: it, right.
1: And you want it to be like, oh, let it slide, like we're going on a field trip, like it's gonna be fine, it's good. But you're like, I can't.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, a coworker said it's easier to loosen up in January than to tighten the reins, you know? Yeah. And that's so true. You've gotta be that guy right now that you think is a pain in the ass, you know? (laughs) Right. Let alone these 12 year olds or whatever, you know, teenagers i'm a you know 32 year old dude and i'm like man i sound like a dick right now (laughs) i say
1: that all the time when i have to repeat myself yeah and the other teacher in my classroom is like um wait what are they doing can you repeat it because she knows they're not listening and i'm like okay a thank you yeah and b it's quiet why are you not hearing me and i after i say this the same thing four times five times i go Hey, if you think my voice is annoying, I guarantee you, I think my voice is 10 times more annoying. Right. I don't like doing this. Yeah. I hear my own voice differently when I'm coming out and I'm just nonstop talking for so long and you're like, oh, stop talking at me. Stop talking at me. And I'd love to. Right. But I still need you to open your book to page 218 while I read to you. I'm going to read to you. Right. You don't have to do anything. You just have to open your book. And I'm not doing it until 100% of you have your books open. Right. <laughs> And you're like, ah, I could probably let side if two kids don't. Right. I'm like, nope, your book is open. It's on the desk. It's not hiding underneath. I don't want to have to ask you for your book. Show me the book. This is English class. Right. This is the standard. <laughs> you know, and it's like, am I being a little maniacal? Sure. I don't,
0: I definitely don't subscribe to that whole don't smile for the first two weeks thing. And I say that I have definitely seen it work. I've seen it in action and I've seen it work effectively like it it has some merit, I think. But uh to our other point, I'm just not trying to be someone that I'm not. Even if it is like intended to get me results down the line, you know, it's meant to save time later. I get that, but I can't do I think it's two weeks. It might even be longer than that.
1: Yeah, I've heard six weeks. Six weeks? Mm -hmm. Or two months even.
0: I can't do two weeks of like being a stone cold bitch right now. (laughs) Like I'm not trying to do that. I don't want to come in and be like, you know, I do come in and I say I need you guys to get quiet when I, you know, talk, talk, right? (laughs) Like, um, you know, I don't do if you hear me, if you hear my voice clap once, (laughs) I don't do that stuff. But, um, you know, I I do go in and I say, like, voices should be off right now. I'm not understanding why anybody's talking right now. You guys hear my voice, whatever. And I'll do that. Uh, But I'm definitely not going in, like, I have entered the room, (laughs) like, and I still hear children. Like, it's, you know, I can't do that. It's it's not who I am and it's not who I want to be. And I
1: don't think I could even do it well if I tried because... Well that's that's the bigger part is the authenticity piece. Right. I think that the no smiling rule is good if you're a rookie and you're starting. Sure. Like you're building a persona. Yeah. You're trying to train yourself to be in a certain mode that you might not normally be, mm-hmm. right? Like that's your edge of professionalism. And I have to say that I I Probably did that my first year. Probably did that my second year. Yeah, I mean, I've used it as well. probably by the third year. Like, you develop different modes and different gears. Like, Mm -hmm. you have certain looks that you give. I'm big into, like, silent signals so it doesn't disrupt or interrupt. Um, But the clapping thing, the only time, and I haven't done it in the past few years, probably. Mm -hmm. I have other methods, but... The clapping thing, I think the only way I could do it is if I eventually turned it into a round of applause for myself. Sure, yeah, that would be good. Because it's clap once, clap twice, clap. Uh, And and you ask them to keep clapping, and it just kind of sounds like a round of applause. Like what I want to say after is like, thank you, New York. Yeah, right,
0: or just start bowing. Just bowing, like (laughs) waving,
1: like Miss America style. Right, right. Thank you so much. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for coming today. Right, right. I really believe in the environment. I think children should not be hungry. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You know Yeah Remember that Miss South Carolina Uh yes she Vaguely said, What was it that she, she said? She said something And the Iraq And Australia And because they don't have schools And it was like The Sarah Palin style Fragmented speech <sighs> With like a very kind of White girl accent happening Right And it was just so good I might actually watch it later Yeah It's that just good just like ooh you're The whole time you're like Oh <gasps> Yeah, it's it right, worse right. and then oh, she's like so being yell," <laughs> and you're like no
0: uh, that's awesome though
1: but yeah, yeah I've, I've subscribed to it's like a chime yeah it doesn't always work right so I try chimes I try call and response I try like if you can hear me you know put your finger on your forehead if you can hear me touch your nose okay yeah if you can hear me like give me two thumbs up like things that I'll say sure and I might repeat them a bunch but I'm I don't really want to yell and I don't want to be clapping all the time right yeah i think i think the more you gain experience the more strategies you have and for me i like to have different things because different strategies work in different times you know like it's it's you have to read your room
0: yeah absolutely that's i mean that's so much of it i've got strategies for my strategies (laughs) like uh i Constantly say to my sixth graders. I don't like clapping and like I don't like doing countdowns I shouldn't have to do countdowns at this point. You guys are middle schoolers like I I'm not trying to count down like we're in elementary school here Um, But meanwhile, I don't care like I'll count down. That's fine. I count down all the time, right? (laughs) I'm always counting down right
1: Uh, well that that's another part is like mind games like you're doing one thing but you're kind of saying another and you're like I don't want to do this but you're making me
0: yeah exactly right yeah but
1: I don't know counting down it can be kind of annoying but it only works if it works if you count down and they don't stop talking and you have to do something else it's like well then do something else yeah well kind of what you said about being petty before sometimes you get caught up in it and you're like no you're gonna do this and it's like well no maybe I should try something else. Right, right, right. If 20 something people are on a different wave, mm-hmm. like I should probably figure out where they are. And I think that's part of the restorative justice idea is like definitely. Building that level of communication and sort of fluidity between both ends and kind of being like how can I get your attention but still respect you?
0: Yeah, be well because that is, I mean, the clapping for sure and counting down to a lesser extent is you know, a little belittling. I think it's, it's a little, uh, I mean, it is a little elementary, you know, um, the clapping for sure. For me, I can't, I can't hear the clapping and, uh, unless it's a big crowd, if it's the cafeteria you're trying to quiet down or an an auditorium or something, but the clapping in a classroom, I just, I'm not a fan of. Counting, I tell them I'm not a fan of, but I don't care. I, I, I'll i count down for days. <laughs> no big deal. But, you know, it's like you said, you've got to play these little mind games. And what I'm trying to do really is empower them to sort of police each other a little bit more. And, like, take, uh, ownership. take ownership of their behavior, exactly. Yeah. And just, he's tr- you know, he's trying to speak, uh, tap the guy next to you kind of a thing. So that when I do count down, which I'm inevit- inevitably going to do anyway... They kind of feel like, oh, oh okay, I, we do have to get quiet because he doesn't like to do this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, when and in just reality, keeps saying it
1: and, and also, like, they kind of don't care that you don't want to do it. Right. I feel like at, at a certain point, they might be like, oh, yeah, I understand. Like, very, very rarely do I feel like, even when I'm having a bad day and I'm like, guys, I just want to tell you, I'm sorry I'm in a bad mood. Like, I'm going to try to change it. Like, you guys normally are so great, this and that. So I apologize in advance, basically. And it still doesn't matter and you're kind of saying like hey please cut me some slack yeah right like i'm so hungry and like i tossed and turned all night with like weird dreams and then (laughs) woke up early and you're like ah i'm just kind of struggling as a human and they're just like we don't care yeah because you're not a human you're the teacher yep
0: (laughs) and it's funny because whenever i see you know a new teacher or anybody try that angle (laughs) like try the Guys, like, cut me some slack. I just switched to Sanka. That's a Fast Times reference. I don't know if you know Fast Times,
1: but. (laughs) (laughs) Vaguely. Don't really remember. Yeah.
0: um, You know, somebody pleading with the students to give them a break because X, you know, (laughs) because, you know, my new child just kept me up all last night or whatever. It's not going to work. And it's not because they're bad people or anything like that. It's because they're children and they have. Difficulty seeing anything from anyone else's perspective other than their own
1: Absolutely And then I feel like in the teenage years they become Very self-centered because elementary school. They're kind of like looking out of themselves and kind of like Feeling out other people and like forming their groups But then by middle school when their groups are solidified, they're like, okay, who am I? Like what am I about? It's all about me, right? Like even today on the field trip we didn't allow them to bring their phones and they all were like
0: wow yeah
1: like freaking out and i was like um you guys can yell whatever you want at me like you can boo me like my heart's not broken like you'll be fine because you don't have your like precious little object that you can like be in touch with and like post pictures of yourself and just like randomly send messages it's just like all about you and it's like no, it's about us. It's about, like, the experience we're building. And it was great. It, it was the two classes I teach together mm. on the same bus, and, like, everyone was intermingling. And you're like, okay, when you stop thinking about yourself and your stuff and your possessions and, like, your ability to communicate digitally, yeah. you can just sort of be how, how you know, your teachers were as kids. Right. Where you yeah. chat on the bus and you're right. singing and you're, like, dancing and you're just, like, you yeah. know. <laughs> Poking somebody's ear when they fall asleep, or yeah,
0: exactly. Instead of just taking a a picture of them and posting it with like a mean caption, exactly. Right, like start writing on kids' faces again. (laughs) Like
1: do that. Start writing on kids' faces. That's Chip's slogan for twenty (laughs) twenty. Right. Yeah. Go to his GoFundMe so we can get on the Democratic ticket. Start writing
0: on kids' faces. (laughs) Um, But also to go back to what you said um, about the counting works until it doesn't. There's nothing worse than like once you do that countdown and it doesn't work, mm-hmm. and then like you have a little bit of like room to be like shocked that you're still talking, even though I just got to zero kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. You could pull that off like once, but after that, I've seen teachers lose the counting thing, but not lose the counting thing. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't work for you anymore. The second you try it again and it's clearly not working, it's over. Like, you can't get these kids' attention anymore.
1: That just reminded me. When I had more of a administrative role, I went into one of the teachers I coached into her classroom. She was teaching seventh grade. She worked with the sixth grade a year before, and she was really struggling to kind of, like, assert her dominance. Yeah. And so... She went to Lakeshore, the teacher store, and bought this little Popsicle stick that on the top, it had this little chipmunk, and it just said, shh, be quiet. And she would hold, she tried to hold it up.
0: Oh, no. And she was
1: like, do you think that's a good strategy? And I was like, you can try it. Definitely try it. Right. (laughs) And I just really wanted to be supportive. And I was like, a tiny sign with a chipmunk. Right. And you're, if you're not talking and you just hold the sign up like you're at a golf tournament, it's not going to work with 11-year-olds. Right. But I was like, go for it. Because she was one of these teachers that kept talking over kids. Yeah. And over. And I was like, never talk over kids. Never. Right. Like, if there's one person talking, that's too many. Yeah, definitely. Because I'm the one here with the information. So if you, and I say this all the time, if you think that what you have to say is more important than me, you're basically telling me that your teaching doesn't matter. I need to talk about the, you know, the lunch yesterday and how it was so gross. Right. It's like, no, that's not what we're all here for. Let's focus on the bigger picture. Which they can't, like you said before. Right. They can't see outside of themselves.
0: No, no, no. And I mean, I think you and I have talked about how they don't even know what they're talking about when they're (laughs) talking like that, when the whole classroom is talking. Um, And, you know, you let... It could be for whatever reason, like, it's allowed at the moment, but then when you have to bring them back, whatever. But they don't even know what they're talking about. If you ask them two minutes later, what were you guys just talking about? They'll look at you and literally say, I don't know. Because, first of all, I mean, I think it's two things. They're not talking about anything with any kind of substance, except for, like, the odd conversation about who would win in a fight between (laughs) Goku and Superman, you know? But the other thing, the second thing is they're all waiting for their chance to speak. Nobody's listening to anyone else. They're all, like, it's
1: everyone just talking and waiting for their time to talk.
0: Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, well, cool. I think that's a great place to wrap it up. Great. Great. Thanks for coming and hanging out. So happy. Yeah. This so much blast. Fun. All right. Well, see you. At work. See you. At work. All right. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for listening to the second episode of Teacher Breath. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, review us, and most importantly, tell your friends, tell your coworkers, tell anybody that you think might enjoy the show. You can follow us on Twitter at Teacher Breath and on Instagram at TeacherBreathPod. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please write to us at TeacherBreathPod at gmail.com. You can share stories, questions, constructive criticism, Be sure to look out for new episodes every two weeks. And until then, don't forget to breathe.